Welcome to another episode of Planet Us. Uh, we're back. We have Raul Rye. Hi, Raul. Sup, 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 We have sup. a guest today. We finally did it. Finally. We, Fine. We, we did it. We finally have a guest today. And, well, uh, well, well, actually, today's you did. Guest, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Do I say my full name? Whatever, whatever you're comfortable <laughs> whatever the law permits you to do. Uh, HIPAA rules, like all that stuff, too. No, I'm uh, I'm Steven. I'm a friend of Shashank's and Raul's. I don't know how long Raul's been doing this with him, but I'm a friend of both of them for a couple yeah. weeks. I'm a friend of theirs since college, and we've been buds ever oh. since. So, uh, good times. Yeah, good unfortunately, times. we can't do this together. The plan was to everyone meet in one place and do it, but we couldn't do it uh, yeah. because, you know. COVID. COVID, pandemic, COVID. Um, but the funny part is, we actually said, I don't know if you listened to all the episodes, Sauce. We call it Steven Sauce, Steve Sauce. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the other episodes, but we did mention at one point bringing in an accountant. And mm. the first person we thought about was you. But mm-hmm. the more important thing is, and we also talked about how you don't fit the traditional accountant uh... mold. Yes. Uh, do you want to give people, the people who are listening, our faithful listeners, a little backdrop of what you do? Yeah. Uh, first thing. <laughs> Hold on. You... First of all, sorry. Don't get into details. No. Just no. Over, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> why? Why? Why did you need, or why did you think you needed an account? Yeah. Why did you an need, accountant? Why did you have to put them? No. Not before... even that. Why? Oh, why did you guys say? Uh, why bad. do you say? Oh, we need an accountant <laughs> on the show. Um, I think we were talking about the uh, stability. I actually have no I, remember. I do not remember saying any of that. You don't remember saying it? I think we were to talking about uh, stability in terms of like career, yeah. in terms of your goals, in terms of how, uh. Uh, just in life in general, how there is you know you have to look for stability or you have to go towards stability and. The first thing that came to mind was accounting because how I think Raul, you brought it up how they don't you don't swerve your whole career is being on that track or you're supposed to be on a track that yeah. is set the processes have been said. The... Oh yeah 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 we talked about how there's certain there's certain careers and certain lines of work where there is a path for you to take, whereas for me per se because I'm in the entertainment business the path and the biweekly paycheck if you will and all those things have to be manifested by the creator himself or herself. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's kind of where that conversation went. But anyways, I think it's more interesting to hear what an actual accountant, a practicing accountant a CPA, has to say about accountants. mind you. Uh, Certified yes. public accountant. Um, for the people. No, that's that's interesting though because it's like, yeah, you get to, you everything that comes to you is by you, right? As far as like in, in the type yeah. of work you're in. I mean, uh, it's so funny where I'm at right now, what, how that's, it's twofold, right? So accountants, I'm in the real estate investment space in accounting. Let's just leave it there, right? Mm. So I know you love real estate roles. Um, But it's funny because accountants essentially, right, can be a cog in a machine anywhere, right? Like you're just a small piece of an assembly assembly line, no matter where you work for the most part, right? The bigger Mm. the company in my mm-hmm. mind, the smaller your job could specifically be. 
for example, I don't know if we name comp. We don't name companies here, right? Do we? I don't know. Yeah, how we don't, do it. don't name okay, companies. Okay, well, yeah, okay. So we if still have to pay. <laughs> we still have to pay rent. But yeah, yeah. If you're um like a mega big publicly traded, you know, uh, five hundred top five hundred company, right? <laughs> a company that starts with E and <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, name specifics, but you your job could become so. You literally feel like you're in a – my job is literally to put the tire on the car, and then the next guy is going to put the other tire yeah. on the car, and then the next guy puts the third tire. Like it's just some – it can get to that point, especially when you first start out in your career where you're just a piece of a giant assembly line where, yeah, my paycheck comes yeah. from the same thing every two weeks, which is like a lot of jobs. But as far as the thing that I mm-hmm. think is interesting and with what you said about accounting where – what you do is like kind of set out for you in the beginning is because at the end of the day, people ask me like, Oh, like, would you ever lose your job if X, Y, Z business that you're in is not doing well? Well, realistically, right. If you Mm -hmm. make money or you lose money, somebody needs to put it on a piece of paper and show the people that how well it's going or not going. That's where like Mm -hmm. my job would come in. Like if we're making money, yeah, I'm I'm happy we're making money, but I still just put that down and, in the fi- in financial statements, and if we're not making money, I still put it down in financial statements. So that's where it's a little different for my perspective on on accounting or being an accountant. So, how much do you agree with the statement that I made earlier, though? That you don't. I mean, I don't think you fit again the mold. I don't want to generalize, but I am generalizing the mold of an accountant, right? And I'm pretty sure you heard that before. Yeah, like a bunch of times. So it's a couple things, right? I started at a big accounting firm that, you know, I went in there thinking, you know, it's just going to be a bunch of Excel nerds that don't do anything and have no lives. Um, most, I don't want to say most, but there's a good portion of accountants who have like a hell of a personality, and that I would mm. say the stigma is, you know, you're good at math, you know how to use Excel. And you don't, you aren't fun, but I'll tell you, I've met, I've worked now for six years and I've seen some accountants that really know how to have too much fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, me personally, I try to, I actually think everything that's kind of come to me because I don't, I don't even see myself as an accountant. Like, it's like crazy. Like I'm, yeah, I know how to, you know, I know debits and credits and stuff like that specifics for accounting, but I don't see myself as like an accountant, right? I get, I feel like everything I've gotten in my life, not even career, is just a lot based on my personality and like how I have a certain ability to connect to people and like mold to what they need. For example, like the job I'm in right now, I mold into a bigger team, a much bigger team that's goes up a corporate ladder to report stuff, right? And I've been interviewing, as you both know, and I don't know, like at other jobs now, there's smaller boutique places that I would need to take on more as opposed to the assembly line I mentioned earlier. Like instead of just doing one thing day after day, quarter after quarter, month after month, I'm doing now a hundred things that they need me to do because there's a much smaller amount of people at the company. So I think my ability to mold into those two roles is something that doesn't make me like the accountant label. I don't. Adaptability. Adaptability. 
That's what we've been talking about for like the last four weeks. I don't think if you remember, I don't know if you remember this and tell me if you do sauce about, I think we were sitting at Grand Central Station having lunch on one of the times when we used to, you know, intern. This is like, I'm talking about seven, seven years ago, six years ago, eight years ago. And um, we talked about being uh, motivational speakers and how, (laughs) and we had a really bomb name. We actually had a name. I was just going to say, we had a name for it. I don't remember the name, but I remember it being like, yes, that was the name. Yeah. And um, I think that's what we spoke about. We spoke about our biggest, I mean, I think my, a big part of my biggest strength is also we, we can walk in a room and kind of adapt. Like, what is everyone in. talking about? I'll talk about that. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. You know? Like you're and, talking about uh, the moon? Haven't been there? Know all about it though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think that is a strong suit. But I think that is the reason why people think, like you said. I mean, side note, I am an Excel nerd. I think I am an Excel nerd. I'm also obsessed about Excel. Uh, more than the common man or woman. But at the same time, like you said, you don't have to fit that mold. Right? You don't have to fit that mold of professional or even personal in that sense. Um, I think Raul's the opposite, though, when it comes to based on what you do because pe- listen majority of the people who know you now right after all this yeah. is are people who see you with those fucking hilarious outrageous videos um i know you personally sauce knows you personally you're kind of a different i want to say on a different side of the spectrum it's yeah are you trying to say i'm no, autistic it's not what i said jesus christ <laughs> This is going to go out. Red flag number one. Uh, yeah, on the oh, Everyone just ignore the last sentence. Uh, please. No. Just, um, no, but you don't think that's true. It's uh, so funny, though, because I think everyone. Wait, are, are you saying that I don't? Yeah, I think. My profession or that I don't I do? think you do, because I think like sauce doesn't yeah, yeah. fit his mold in, I, a, I in a way. I don't yeah. think you fit a mold I, in your way either. Yeah, I will say compared to some other actors and creatives that I know, I I. I respect the business a lot and I respect that aspect of it, which is why I think accountants are very like, uh, I don't know, like what, what, like accounting is important to me because it, it, it t- ties into sort of the business side and entrepreneurship and, and like all the investing stuff that I do is also very interesting to me. It all funnels back to business, which is then funneling back to my creative stuff. So I think in terms of how I think as a creative try to meld the two different sides of my brain together because eventually bro like when you again like when you start working for yourself it's you just a you get tired of losing so much true b if you want to stop losing you have to start learning skills outside of the actual skill set you need within the actual profession that you're in or build so i i so i will say if if so, because both of you work in the corporate world, the minute you start going into um, uh, maybe side hustle land or into startup land or into owning your own thing land, then you will understand uh, learning all the other skills that you may have judgment about, you have ego about, you don't want to do. Um, that's where all that will start coming. Well, isn't, out. What you, that, isn't what he just said entrepreneurship in a freaking sentence? I was just about to say because Basically. every 
individual yeah. is a company it's, in itself, right? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's hard for me to like call myself an entrepreneur, but what I've realized is that's the actual game yeah. I'm in. The actual game I'm in is not acting. This is what I've been telling myself in the shower like every single day for like the last like four weeks. I'm not in the game of acting. I'm in the game of entrepreneurship. And if I start thinking that way, then the game of acting will start happening. The, the, the opportunities and all that. But I have to understand those skills of business, accounting, finance, investing, Bro. negotiating, all that sales. You're, marketing, you're, all a, you're a one-man business. And and yeah, acting is your business, but you are the only employee yeah. of this business. So you need yeah. to act, market, account, record. <clears throat> like that's that's yeah. everything. Yeah. So if you need an accountant, I am yeah. available to do your books for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna go see my accountant. Who's probably. not me? He's actually cheating on Who's you. Yeah. Not that's crazy. <laughs> this I'm is why you wanted to do Sorry. these things. CPA. No, I know. So is he, though. This guy's, this guy, this guy's good. Yeah, He's what does he do guy, for you so. that I can't do? <laughs> <laughs> what does he bring on the table? Yeah, what, what, what am I missing? Uh, this is something I need to know. Because if I wanted to do small business accounting, <laughs> apparently I'm missing things. I think no, it's just it's just a, it's just a contact thing. That's all. I am a contact. It's a it's a it's a it no, but it's like a family. And I don't want to get personal on this right now, but you know, man. we'll talk off air. We'll wow, he's basically air. saying I'm not good enough to do the job that he wants to be done. <laughs> We've officially got our first. <laughs> he literally just said it <laughs> of the podcast. All right, coming, coming, bring it, bring it, reeling it back a little now. Let's, Let's refocus here. here. Um, how do you do that though? I know you can, Raul, but. Sauce, if I had to ask you, how do you reassess kind of – because everyone can say their strengths and weaknesses in an interview, right? Everyone's good at that. They look it up and whatever. But how do you address those? Like Raul said, you you kind of realize that, okay, I have other skills that are lacking. I need to work on them. That's a very hard pill for people to swallow, especially if you're successful, right? If you're doing decently mm-hmm. well enough in the corporate world, for example – to put your hand up and say, hey, I don't have these certain skills. Like, I'm not good enough for a certain thing. Yeah. How do you assess yourself <clears throat> like that? Have you ever been in a situation that you had to assess yourself? Well, I think the first thing, to be honest, is it boils down to opportunity, right? So I'm not, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like, right, I, I may not have something in my skill set that would fill Raul's need in whatever his entrepreneurial dreams are right now hypothetically right whatever that is i haven't had the chance like that's something that i think i've always said to you shetty that i want to get into like small time business accounting where it's like not necessarily entrepreneurship but like doing the books for small time companies who need that help like raul's a perfect example funny enough like someone who does everything else and doesn't know how to account for their business like i want to be the guy that's like hey i can help your business grow by doing this right but i haven't had any opportunity to do such a thing but i think that goes with everything like to answer your question chatty like i don't i i can only assess what my weaknesses are because of in the sense of what i haven't done right yeah i like raul right he can read up on all those investing books but if you don't actually go invest and see what happens to your money you aren't going to get better at what you want to do right so so i don't think i think the biggest thing is opportunity like if i had the chance to do whatever it is I want 
or whatever I could do to make those weaknesses stronger, that's that's how you do it. That's how you get better. That's true. So I guess looking out for those opportunities where you can, you know, test yourself in a way and bring those weaknesses out and then address them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you do you guys get opportunities like that in the corporate like for sauce like for well, me? Dep- I think I mean it but, depends on the company, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got. I'm not gonna lie. I've definitely got opportunities where I was almost exposed to the point that I realized what I need because I saw someone else succeed. Right, I saw someone else succeed in the same opportunity, and then I realized, kind of compared and contrasted, and saw, okay, this is what I lacked that could have got me, and then mm. it worked. I think that, but you, you like reverse, yeah. But again, like Saw said, you have to go through that fire, fail. Right, right I know right, it right. sounds cliche, but you, ha- I had to. If if everything worked out somehow, I got lucky. It, I would have never realized things that I was like, oh shit, like I could have done this better. Do you feel like the cost of you guys failing in a corporate job is much higher? Like, like it, it's it because you learn by failure, right? So you learn by trial by fire. But to go through a trial by fire in a company where your maybe your whole profession is based on results and actually doing your job, but if you actually fail, then you're more susceptible to getting <sighs> fired, and so therefore maybe you don't take on the risks. Well, from my experience, I'll give you an HR experience. If you're working for a company that you fail once and they fire you, that's a shitty company. Right. It's, right. Not, it's not that easy to fire people. I know you see it in movies and like, yo, I got fired from my job. And unfortunately, the pandemic, people are getting fired, you know, or laid off, I should say, not fired. But to actually get fired because for cause and back me up, Sauce, I don't know if I'm, what do you feel? But I think it's really hard to like you gotta do something outrageous to do that. But for cause doesn't necessarily mm. oh it's like I feel like poor performance is like a non you can't like if I if if oh, I know I'm it? saying like I if I fraudulently fraudulently say I'm a CPA and I'm not yeah I get fired but if yeah. I've given a test and I don't do what they see is well enough on that test there's no way you're getting you'd have to be. So bad, consistently bad. Yeah, just consistently missing. Because you know wow. what it is too, and this is my my shtick with that too. You could give me any task in the world, right? And if you give me, like, you could tell me, "All right, go play for the Knicks," and I'll be like, "Huh? I suck at <laughs> basketball." But Phil Jackson's my coach when he coached the Bulls, and I have Michael Jordan on my team. All right, maybe I do something. Realistically, if you know me, being five six and no athletic ability for basketball, <laughs> like sure, that's not gonna happen. But you get what I'm saying. You put someone in the right situation, like you got the right. right. Like if the task is literally yeah. seems impossible, it's not. If you have the right people, like if I, if you put a rookie in a situation where they have all star <laughs> players around them, they're gonna be able to succeed. Same thing. Every, not even just corporate world. Yeah. You're in world two row. Like yes, you're alone. But if you pick the right accountant for your whatever it is you need to do maybe you could become more successful no of course like here's the thing like there is a lot of hustle on my own but i'm not on my own so i've got reps to help me procure meetings um work and whatnot i've got um well that's basically it but like those those people help me a ton but but they don't have see it's a weird thing like we have i have to feed them as much as they feed me i got to give them ammunition so f- by me leveraging social media and making my own content and creating i'm i'm creating leverage for the team yeah 
And so now the players that know how to negotiate for me, that know how to pitch for me, that know how to set up meetings for me, they've got leverage that I've helped You make create. their job easy. And vice versa as well. Yeah, and they'll make my job easy because I do not want to sit and read contracts. I do not want to negotiate my rates. I do not want to hunt people down to pay me, right? So, so there is it's it's a it's a solo and team game on my end. I mean, I'm not completely by myself. I, I'm sorry. Much. I also feel that I mean, kind of answer your question from being you know you can't be you can't do stuff or you feel kind of intimidated to fail and to join Sauce's point on it. With also so many laws protecting employees, especially in this country, mm. it is so hard to fire people within a year, I want to say. Wow. Unless, unless you burn, unless down, the you burn down the building. Like, even if... That was my point. Yeah, even no. if your performance is low or at a lower level, there are op- a good company will give you opportunities to get better. You know? Granted, they might look at you in a different light. You know, it might be the downfall of your career in that company. But I think we, at the end of the day, we're not, and this is for corporate employees, we're not doctors. We're not, you know, we're not saving lives. My error can 99% yeah. of the time be right. rectified yeah. and 100% of the time can be taken. That hit can be taken. So... If yeah, I make yeah, an yeah. error, again, 99% of the time, it can be corrected before it goes to the final thing. Or even if it doesn't, it won't stop like everything. If yeah. I cut the wrong heart valve, yeah. people will die. Like, that's different. <laughs> no, but you make a perfect point there too, though. The level, the difference between us and I guess what you would be doing, Raul, is like the levels of review. <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah, at, at, yeah, it's right. At, at any, I feel like it's not just us. Like, if we move up in our careers, like even the, ultimately the CFO, right? Like of a company, there's so many eyes have seen whatever they're looking right. at that it's like everybody's at fault. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah you yeah. didn't get it on the first go round, but I didn't catch about, my review. I didn't catch. What about Shetty who reviewed it after? What about who reviewed yeah. it after? And I think there's more. There's, There's more. You can you can shift the blame. It's horrible thing to say, but you can always shift the blame a little more easier than like when you said you're running your own business, right? You're running your own business. What do you do then? Who do you blame? Yourself? Okay. It's all on me. Yeah. It's, so, all, it's all on me. I don't think, I think people, yeah. uh, but people are afraid to take risks for other reasons. You know, there are other reasons why people don't want to do it. Risks. And the basic point is people don't want to enter that conversation of being someone who failed. I think that's a bigger stigma in the corporate world yeah, yeah, of yeah. not being called a high performer than actually seeing the result of it. So if you're talking, because there's a lot of talk that goes around the corporate office, right? And a lot of it, if someone, if the if wind catches that, oh, Shetty provides information that may or may not be accurate all the time, that will catch fire. Right, mm-hmm. and that kind of and that kind of reduces my uh, opportunities okay. for the future in a different way, in a whole different realm. So that could be something that intimidates people to take risks in a corporate world. Yeah, you want to be known as the guy that like basically doesn't mess up. So I guess it does work. I mean, based on what you said, so I guess it does work on people's minds, you know, about taking risks and 
But the feedback thing is interesting compared to like corporate compared to like social media or I mean, social media corporate is kind of mixed now, but that's what you do compared to, you know, someone who has a desk job. I have what, two or three performance reviews every year based on work I've done, start to finish, show me the yeah. start, show me the end, show me the result, right? I don't, I don't get constant feedback by people who are not professionals. In If God forbid someone else who's not a professional, if I told Sauce yeah. tomorrow how to do his job, he would lose his mind. But when you post content, yeah. me or Sauce or Derek the neighbor or Martha the neighbor <laughs> can comment and give his or her extreme views about how they strongly feel about your content. Yeah. But that's interesting because I feel like if you work in the public eye, as soon as your job becomes the public part of the public eye, when you're the face of the thing, it's a different, you're in a different ballgame. But it, it, it requires a different kind of mentality, headspace. That's, I don't know. I mean, it's accountability. It's, in a way. it's like, to yeah, be honest. I mean, it is. And it, yeah. No, go, go. I'm sorry. You, you're, 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 it's interesting because you're in a way being held accountable by people that don't know what it is that you do or can misinterpret what you do. And, and therefore, um, their words don't actually have much weight unless you give it that weight and you get affected by it. Now, sometimes as a creator, I have made mistakes, maybe crossing the line or maybe not doing this or doing that correctly. So I've been checked by my audience, which I think is a good thing. Um, other times, it's kind of odd to me. It doesn't happen often, but like it's, it is odd to me to be checked for something that I'm not trying to be checked for. I, I'm not creating content to like this. This is a joke, guys. This is a, this is a piece of performance. This is not real life. This is not real. Um, so that's, but that's just, that's like, uh, what do they call it? Like hazards of the job or whatever, or or comes with the territory. If you work, Jeff Bezos says something, occupational hazards. If you want to do anything interesting, but you don't want to deal with criticism, it's, you're going to be in trouble. You can't do anything that's interesting. That's influential and not. Well, I think now in the current world, anything is open to criticism. Your opinion, your opinion that yeah, something, I mean, it, something's supposed yeah. to be so personal to you, right? If you scroll back 15, 20 years, an opinion was asked. You asked someone's oh, yeah. opinion. It wasn't just handed out. Now it's like a free-for-all, right? Everybody's opinion is on the floor. It's on. Yeah. What, what really sucks is like when you give an opinion on something years ago and then it comes back now in a different God. context of the world. And it God and it hurts you like in a negative like that people, doesn't make sense. I I could I'll I'll openly admit this when I get those me- I don't use Facebook. It's been like almost five years since I've used Facebook, but I still have the app for birthdays. It reminds me, right? It sends me a text. Yeah. But I yeah. see these memories on Facebook, and I kid you not, I go and delete them. If they're not <laughs> funny. Because a lot of them, I only two things that I put on Facebook. I feel either they're funny or they should not have been said by any um, logical human with any sort of uh, self decency, right? So I'm just like, oh my god, I can't yeah. believe I said this, and I tag people, I put pictures up, uh, talk about <laughs> offensive stuff. Oh my god, um, 
and I have to delete them because I know for a fact somehow that's just ammunition to hurt me. Even though the context was so random yeah. and so different and whatever it was, yeah, it's just ammunition to hurt me. And yeah. that I'm not even in a public eye, but I feel with nowadays everyone is in a public eye. Yeah, man. People dig, man. There are people who who sole purpose in life is to dig for dirt. That's their job. That's I laugh because imagine their PI Imagine if you're Xbox, right? And you're like you the company and somebody's internet in their house is trash and they can't connect to Xbox Live and they tweet at you, yo Xbox, you're trash. Yet they're the reason their <laughs> house and their internet in their house is the reason they can't get on. That's how crazy the world is. Like, bro, you say <laughs> you say criticism, right? But how on earth is that criticism, right? So you get both yeah, I mean, sides yeah. of that. You get actual criticism that is feedback for you that's useful, and then you just get yeah. nonsense that is has no. Place I think I think sense. that's why when people become super famous or become super successful, their circle of people becomes very small, and and their. Uh, the time that they spend out in public becomes very little. The time they even spend with acquaintances becomes very little because it's just it's just going to be – they know the conversation on loop. They know the conversations they're going to have. Not really the conversations. It's just people coming up to them saying the same stuff on loop in different permutations. And so it becomes just like why even you know, go out? Why even put up with that when I have my own free time? You know, you, you start to relate to people, I think, a lot less as you go maybe higher up the food chain, if you will. And your and your and your confidants become very important. So the people that like my dad was saying this before yesterday, like the friends you made like up until college, those are the real friends. Right? Those are the people that were friends with you when you had nothing and you were nobody. Those are the people that are that you have to make an effort to keep in your life and keep in contact with because they are the real friends that will always have your back and, and it, give it to you straight. And so that's what it becomes more about when you become... You know what those close friends said? Hold on, I got to interrupt you. You know what those close friends said, Ro? That you should hire a new accountant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slap true. in the face feedback right there. It's true. Um, there we go. Yeah, I mean, it's college for you, but I think the whole, the gist of it is, you know, before you reach that public eye, the people who you knew in the private eye, I guess, right? When you were yeah. the person before you became the anyone, before you became a public figure. I mean, not even public figure for that matter, before you move up the food chain, like you said. It's applicable to it. Any yeah. sort of progress, any sort success, of yeah. they, You make money, dude. You be, You guys become millionaires. Right. Oh my God! You know what I mean? Like that. How do you know? How attention. do you know sauce is not a that also works already? I don't. But I'm yeah, just. Yeah, he's just shaking saying. his head. Um, I don't know. He's like he's like disappearing. while this is this is, is happening live. while we're speaking. He's just he just got up and started walking away. You couldn't just hear what I said. Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, you couldn't hear me before. I no. said I, a millionaire. What do you mean? You see what I'm wearing? No way, I'm a millionaire. Well, that's how. Oh is my he God, going, going, Is he going to pee? Just like, walking to the restroom. <laughs> this is why we got to record. You wouldn't have the gotten video, up man. If you the stuff video. like this. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'm here. Still. Uh, All right, but seriously, I know we talked about this. Funny, so, 
uh, do you have any other questions you want to fire away at me? I'm down to do this again. This is easy. I always thought we had to all be in the same room, but before I go, yeah. I do have to head, leave soon. What else? What else? Come on, fire one more at me. Oh, do you put you right? You put, us, you put, me, put him on the spot. Well, one um, thing I did want to say, I mean, it's just to like with the corporate world, with you saying role with opportunity, right? Be like with the accounting thing. Mm. Everywhere I go, the job's pretty much the same, right? And getting opportunity to do new things like mm. is not easy because it's because what could really be that yeah. new? Um, but that's why I'm kind of thinking about leaving where I am now because the silo I'm in, like that assembly line role that I'm in, I want to do something where I'll have chances to take on different things. Like the company I'm debating on going to, they don't mm. have an HR department. They don't have an IT department. They don't have, cause it's small. It's a boutique shop where I might have to do those things. So I'll get that experience to help with that. So, Ooh. but anyway, questions or whatever. That was just one of the things I wanted to say. Interesting. How do you prepare oh, um, for something like that? You know, you don't really. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I'm lucky where that kind of role that I've been looking at, I'd say 60% of it is basically right in my wheelhouse. Like I do it now. Um, but as far as the other stuff, that's, yeah. that's what goes with what we say, right? I can only, I mean, I don't have a lot of information in front of me about what they do there, but it's opportunity. I have to just jump on it once mm -hmm. I get it. So once they start to talk about how they run the, their HR department or how they run, um, you know, their IT stuff or who does it, like I can try and jump in and be like, Hey, you know, where can I help here? How can I help here? How do I learn this system? How do I, you know, whatever it may be, you got to jump. That's, I, that's, that's why I said opportunity because I can't, I can't, strengthen any of my weaknesses by reading i mean yes i can read certain things but like as far as applying it to a certain situation it's very difficult right like you same, even me yeah. me my life in yeah. general right like where i know accounting sure but every job i've stepped into or anything i've done relating to accounting is completely unique in its own right where i'm gonna have to learn something new mm. anyway whether it's the actual specific accounting or the system that a team uses or whatever it may be so I always think it boils down to opportunity because that opens the information door. You know what I mean? Mm. I, just because, for example, I don't know about what um, right. like this new company uses. Once I know, I can hit the ground running and then jump on opportunities. Adaptability to opportunity. Right, Damn right. straight. Well, thank you so much for being on this sauce. I know you're a busy man, man. We got you. We got you for, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes. That was the goal. You succeeded, even though you got up like halfway through and just left and then came back. But we appreciate it. Thank you for joining. No problem. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I definitely, like I said, I definitely be down to do this soon. I know we have talked about doing this. and We've talked about doing this for years. Yeah, we've, I know. Like, I'd actually, I mean, this. I... Dude. I remember in college, you guys talked about doing a podcast. Yeah, that's what it oh is. Oh, my God. This, this, I mean, hey, if we could do video and, and record on the phone like this, I mean, geez. We went and bought microphones, and it, we never used the microphones. I did, all right? I used the microphones. I could see it's behind you on your <laughs> shelf in the video. It's yeah, right there. When I used to visit pre-COVID, when I was physically interviewing people, I'd do it through the microphone. Got it.
This is what happens to every when you have an iPhone. <laughs> you have the microphone in there. I don't know what phone, what phone do you? Have? I'm using my phone right now, and it's got Nokia? the microphone. Nokia, yeah, Motorola Razor. Yeah, I can tell. Sidekick, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sauce. Thanks so much for being on. Just appreciate it. Listen, whenever you guys want, I'd love to do Thank it again. You. All right, bye. Bye, guys. Oh, yeah. Love you. I just said um, love you. So he's gone. What a guy. Bye. Dude, one of the most interesting, fun people I've ever had the chance to... Uh... <laughs> we still see him on video. <laughs> we can still see him on video, so he's making funny faces while we're still trying to... But he's one of the most genuinely nice people for Gary. What a guy. Like we said know. earlier, the biggest... Um... The one thing that stands about people, him particularly, and people like him is how, and I bring this up because to me, and when I was doing you know, the previous season of the podcast, this was very interesting to me that I found more people not fitting that mold of any job. Yeah. And, and that was actually the catalyst of yeah. this whole podcast, right? It got me thinking about how many people doing a job do it because they're good at it, not necessarily that they fit you know, socially or whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, it's every. I think everything you end up where you end up either because of your own decisions or, I mean, probably your own. I would say always your own decisions for the most part because of I believe in that level of accountability. But then you can then use it as a springboard into other sorts of things. So, like, I'm an actor. I can springboard into business he's a accountant he can springboard into ownership of a company like it's the, these are all just starting points to springboard off of if you're willing to craft a vision behind what you do and you see how everything is interrelated and how one skill at one job is going to help you in some shape or form in another one that's all i see i just see all that kind of potential in people all right so let's let's shift the topic a little right um I achieved a personal milestone, this personal life career goal mm. last week, which is great. And it pushed, you know, pushed my career goals even further because it kind of gave me a plus two, plus three year advantage. And the reason I uh, turned the conversation there is because one, I'm proud of myself. Two, let's address the fact or the concept of changing goals. Mm. And again, I bring this up is because we spoke with Sauce, right? And he's someone who works in the industry where a lot of things are very well-defined, well-documented, and that's a big part of his job. A uh, big part of what I do is also well-documented, well-defined. Uh, even when you do something, right? You have a process, you have a plan, you have goals. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of times goals change. We know that. Right. And a lot of times people focus mm -hmm. on goals changing because of negative things. Like something went wrong, I have to change my mm. goals. Somewhere. Let's address the fact that when something positive happens, how you shouldn't lose that motivation level. The first thing I did to yeah. my, I said to myself was, yeah, I pat myself in the back that I, you know, achieved the life goal. But the second thing I did was make sure adjust my other goals to get stronger in a sense i didn't sit back i'm not sitting back that's not me i'm not gonna sit back and say congratulations everything else is still on track 
but congratulations to myself because I hit this goal before I was supposed to. Instead, I pulled the yeah. deadlines closer for everything else. Everything. Dang, well, now you have a head start on exactly. your other goals. But I started my other goals already. You know what I'm saying? I didn't take that cushion. Yeah. Um, how do you think people motivate themselves? What do you think people need to do to motivate themselves? I know you're a big, wow. big, big, uh, I don't know what the word is, stickler about how people don't need to find other sources of motivation. Yeah, no, I mean, I think motivation, inspiration, they're very useful tools. I think if you rely too much on them, it can be a very deadly thing because then you're looking for some external kind of, um, what is it, boost. But I think that's where you look to like great athletes. You look at somebody who's basically accomplished everything that they were supposed to early and then you see like why they still continued. And it's because they love the process of what they do. And they also understand that they can keep getting better. And and they want to win more championships. They want to win more. They want to go toe-to-toe with X and Y player. They want to showcase that, yeah, they're getting older, but they can still hang around with these younger guys and gals. So I, I think, like, you know, I, I a personal goal of mine was to hit a million on TikTok. It, it's never enough. The, 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 the hunger is I've, – I've, for me personally, the hunger is never satiated. So now the game shifts to – can we can we translate this into other platforms? Can we translate this into bigger brand deals or or eventually the film and TV? How do, eventually I need to get back to film and TV. So whatever I do accomplish in the short run, which might be equivalent to what you've uh, accomplished in the short run just now, it's going to funnel back to a bigger vision. So now how do we funnel it back to that? There's always a bigger there's always there's always that big mountain uh what is it like Everest peak that we're after and uh for me personally it's about it's it's a mate maintaining what we've done and what I've done and then pushing it forward into bigger challenges and bigger deals and bigger things that can help me get closer to the end goal which is hoisting an Oscar is that your end goal nah yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a big. It's not the Oscar itself. It's really about being in the room with those people and being a name to be reckoned with and having that respect. So now, how do we get closer and closer to that? So, well, now all these other things, whatever brand deals and content creating, attention leveraging, that's all just going to get me closer to getting more and more opportunities. How do you keep finding your Everest, right? That's the question. Because you're going you're gonna to get to a point where you're going to start conquering those mountains and those peaks yeah. and those goals you have. I, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no, what is it called? There's no real cap, I think, to one's potential. It's just a question of how long you want to play the game. True. You, you, there, there's nothing, there's no limit. You can become CEO of whatever company you can then become as you can found a company then you can take that to a billion then you can take that to public then you can get married have kids you can do everything you want you can do anything uh it's just a matter of time but you have to it's up to you to pick a place where you just kind of say all right and this is kind of i think reassessing is also very important or just assessing where you are and different points of your life your career 
in terms of goal, I think it's very important as well. Kind of reality checks, right? Yeah. That's why I know you said that earlier too, like surrounding yourself with people who will give you that reality check. Yeah, it's, it's, I personally find it tough to, to be okay in a way with what I've already done, even though I've highly surpassed my expectations of the year, there's still a little level of anxiety of like, well, we got to do more than right? we got to do. Yeah, more. I don't think I'm saying be content. I think it's also though, realize you have to, I'm a firm believer of positive reinforcement, right? I also think that a lot of times we focus on how we failed on things or how we can come back from things. Yes, we do celebrate, but people almost make it seem that it's bad that you're celebrating. People make you feel guilty for celebrating your own yeah. success. People make you seem that you're not yeah. supposed to. Because, again, yes, it may not be enough now or for your future goal or for, you know, whatever it is. But it is a goal. It was a goal, right? I'm talking specifically when you hit these milestones in your life. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a stigma. It's almost like portrayed that you can't celebrate. You're always celebrating. You're always celebrating too early. Anything you do, anything you celebrate, you're celebrating yeah. too early. Yeah, I guess. And I think that people get tired sometimes. You know, when you're chasing that one goal, and as I know, I said that earlier that I, as soon as I hit a goal, I switch to the what's the next goal mode. But I think even for me, sometimes you have to take time and appreciate what you've done. You know, yeah. because you get carried away in the fact that if it keeps happening to you, you take it for granted. You keep succeeding, yeah. you think it's normal, but then you kind of, if you take a step back and look around and you see that, you know, wait a minute, this could, this year could arguably be people's worst year they've ever lived. Yeah. And on the other hand, you could be very successful. And this could, this is possibly arguably your best year ever professionally. You know what I'm saying? So I think kind of taking a step back sometimes and recognizing where you are in terms of reality. Yeah. I just, I understand the ebb and flow too much. So I know the gut punch is coming and I don't, I think there's, that's where some level of anxiety can come is where, where is that next gut punch? And when that next gut punch comes, I may not have some of the resources that I had previously to maybe rely on so now the the challenges become bigger the stakes become bigger uh but hopefully i've gotten tougher and smarter and wiser yeah but you know the gut punch is coming right uh, i mean it's going to come that's what you're saying yeah. right yeah and it's it's just so uh, what's the point stressing about uh, it that's true i think i think it's also a motivating factor to get more prepared and 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 stay on the ball if you will so to be motivated i guess i guess i think to some degree i'm motivated by insecurity and fear of the whole thing collapsing i feel like you said that last episode i don't i don't know if that's a good thing i don't know if that's a healthy thing but i know it keeps my motivator it, it keeps me it keeps my mind uh straight sharp and i you know yeah it keeps it sharp it keeps it also like Again, we celebrate, we enjoy for that night, for that day, for that week. And then we got to get back because there's, there's, there is an avalanche coming eventually. And we got to be prepared. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, at the end of the day, all you could do is prepare, right? Yeah, understanding the ebb and flow and, and being always in a 
place of preparation, always being ready for and adaptable. So upgrading your skills. Never. There's no coasting anymore to me. I think I've said that before too. There's just no coasting. I can't. There's no. There's no tenure for me. There's no. There's no. I there's really don't. That. I don't. I mean, I agree. I totally agree with you. I think any. I mean, there are roles where you can coast, but I've found it a very Even, effective yeah. and successful way of beating the crowd or beating the masses is by not coasting. Oh, the yeah. way I think the way corporate jobs are set, it's people always want to reach a threshold where then then they can choke. I've heard that yep. so many times. Oh, once I get to this, that's all I need. I need to get to this level so that I can just chill. It's an illusion. It's all it's, an I illusion. mean, it is, but also at a point, it's like, okay, if that's if your goal is to end there and chill, then maybe we don't have something in common. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the people who don't chill, who don't get to that level of chill, are actually the ones you are probably end up working for. Because they yeah. chill, quote unquote, after reaching a certain point. So I think all you could do is, I mean, you said it best, like, be prepared, work. It's a gift and a curse ambition, I think. Sometimes I, I envy people that are ignorant and dumb and and not motivated or, or want a you, Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I've pissed sometimes, people off sometimes. with the ambition talk. I know for a fact. I've pissed people off because yeah, you, you come off, and that's not saying you, I'm saying you and me. We probably come off, and people who are probably listening to this think are almost as arrogant, right? You say things yeah. such as "Why not? Why can't I? I can." I I'm a true believer that if you let me give me enough time, I can do a lot of things. And people, yeah, especially when you're sitting in meetings with people and they're not expecting it, and yeah, it can be a little like, and you become, you may come across as a little opinionated, arrogant, and it arrogant and like you have opinions about certain things which you're not supposed to have quote unquote but you do because you have a certain vision in mind and so yeah you, you we can all get into trouble now. i think uh, it's funny that you bring that up i just randomly thought about it. i think in our culture too like the indian culture specifically if you're sitting with a group of yeah. people who are let's say 20 years older than you and you talk about the like we talked about yesterday if you or last week if you talk about the fragility of life to a group of yeah. older Indian people, and you're the youngest one, how do you think they're going to take it? What are you talking about? Like, you, who are you? You to don't have to this? worry about this right now. You don't have to worry about. You focus on your studies. Get a job. Get married. Have kids. Get a house. <laughs> I remember telling your dad I got yeah. a job, and he was so proud of me. And then he looked at you like, "What, what are you doing?" He still looks at me like that, even though, even though I'm starting to make stuff happen. It's okay. It's a good humility check. It's a good thing, man. I mean, we come from good backgrounds, so yeah, it's very important. We're lucky. Um, no, yeah. it was good. It was good having Sauce on this, man. I think he's someone who you know, like you said, he's a very, he's a very genuine guy. Lots of potential, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he's going to text that's... you about it, the accounting gig that you didn't give him or present him. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, it's good. Uh, it's good to have you back on this. I don't know what your plans are for the rest of the weekend, but uh, all right, do you have any, what are your Christmas plans going on? Dude, I 
I can't do anything. I honestly am just, it's, it's game over for me. I'm just here with my parents making content and then making more content and making more content. Nothing. That's good. I guess it's not bad. It's, it's, it's a good focus. It's a good necessary. There's nothing else to do. So now we just to take full advantage of what's seen as a disadvantage. Now we wait for 2021 to bring out something that we're not expecting. Because you know what? At this point, yeah. I don't even know what to expect. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It'll be fun. 2020, 2021 is gonna be an interesting. I see it. I, I always get like a feeling for a year. So this year was about execution. Next year is about uh, discipline, like hyper discipline. I feel it's the vision I have for. You gonna go vegan? Not vegan, but the diet's definitely gonna get smarter. Yeah, the workouts yeah, are gonna get smarter. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, After like August, once like the summer went away, I've been I've been off the rails. And I think, yeah, I just see the level of distractions that I allow myself to be even less. Going out to be even less, the investing to be higher. Like everything, just up, up, up the discipline and everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Well, always great to chat with you, man. This is great. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We did have technical difficulties. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully you didn't notice. Just, you know, use my editing skills and kind of swoop in there. But we did have technical difficulties. Um, Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, Again, we can always catch the other episodes on. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other leading podcast providers. You know what I forgot to do is get a list. I actually, the other day, Googled the podcast, and I found these random, random podcast providers. There we go. And maybe I'll compile. start talking about them. Yeah, compile a list, and we'll figure that out. But thank you, Raul, for being on this. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sauce. He was great on it. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a great rest of the week ahead. Thank you.